and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, my name is Aid, and with me tonight are my glorious co-hosts, Rach and Claire. Rach, how are you doing? Hello. Oh, that's lovely. A glorious co-host. It was weird, though, with you saying, uh, t- my, like, two co-hosts sort of thing. It's uh, It feels like a, a strange... Uh, st- or am I adding that? Did you say two co-hosts? Maybe oh, I know I did. Yeah, I did. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a weird one because I'm looking at us, obviously, you know, we're doing this on, on Google Meet as we do each each time. And uh, and there's only the three windows rather than the four. Yeah. Um, this yeah. week so it's it's uh yeah um I obviously wasn't around unfortunately last week but I had listened of course to um uh to the show afterwards um and so I think I got a message or like in the group chat from Graham afterwards saying who the heck is Adrian <laughs> so I thought it might be something that we should uh should discuss because he was like where's Aid gone and obviously like, <laughs> you started with hi Adrian and <laughs> Which made me laugh. Uh, I was like, which podcast have I tuned into? Do I know these people? <laughs> well, you know, um, that is my other name. That's my more serious name, you know, that's like that that, uh, that my mum calls me. Actually, quite yeah. a lot of people call me that. People at work call me that and stuff as well. Do so they? But it's it's all it doesn't matter. It's it I answer yeah. to most things to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not that precious. It's if you've got it's your um is it your telephone voice name? Yeah. Like does anybody still make telephone calls? I don't know. Well, in our household, I'm the one who has to make the telephone calls if they're needing to be made. Because, um, yeah, Adam does not does not do phone calls, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, there, there seems to be. I, I, it feels like in each household, there's like one person who gets lumped with having to do phone calls when you have to, when you can't get through to somebody properly on email. You know, usually we like utility bills and ridiculous things like that where it's like, there's no way of making this happen online. You end up having to phone somebody up. <laughs> so that's always fun. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you had to do much of that this week? Mm. Oh. Yes. Hence the big glass of wine. <laughs> I'm just drinking. <laughs> oh, sorry. I started asking you the question just as you picked up the glass of wine. I do apologize. Let's, let, let's give you a moment to enjoy your wine and say hi to Claire. How are you doing, Claire? I'm very well. Thank you, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm good. Thank you. Um, I'm just really glad I'm here and made it because, as I was telling you before, one of the bridges on the island was closed at sh- uh, uh, very suddenly due to some safety issues. So there's <laughs> been like a lot of issues getting on and off the island. So, yeah, I'm here and I'm glad to be here. Do you know what, Claire? It feels a little bit like the start of a horror film, that, doesn't yeah. it? Like yeah. the bridges are out yeah. and you're stranded yeah. on this island and you can't get off the peninsula. <laughs> yeah. and you, oh, I, not cool, but I was there's like, oh. There's kind of a part of me because um, sometimes the second bridge, the, the, the only bridge at the moment, um, does close to yeah. if it's very bad weather, the winds and stuff. And there's a kind of a part of me thinks, oh, you know, I wonder what will happen. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> a rowing boat or something and, and yeah. floors, and don't you? <laughs> get a little kayak and go across. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully. Yeah. You won't get stranded on the island, um, you know that. Yeah. Uh, but but let's let's hope let's hope that the wind doesn't uh, get up too high then, and that you don't yeah. get stranded. But uh, anyway, well, I tell you what. Mm. Then today, um, 
we have just the three of us no guests today which is which is a, a nice change of pace perhaps i don't know it's uh yeah good to good to just chat sit sit get, kick back and chat sometimes isn't it yeah. and uh we have a little topic for discussion well maybe not a little topic of discussion um which is what energizes us for mm. photography or what about photography energizes us or however we want to interpret the question really mm. and as rachel as you pointed out a few minutes ago it's sort of ironic that we're sitting here at the end of the day all three of us exhausted after a day's work or in my case a day getting my children to do their holiday homework which is possibly harder than my work although to be fair to the kids they were really good about it today so um uh and uh yeah thinking about what energizes us but it's um it, it, it i guess at least I hope mm-hmm. that part of the reason we all do photography is because we get energy from it, right? You know, you, you, mm-hmm. there's not not to get all mystical and guruish about it, but in a world where it either adds energy or it saps energy, I'm hoping that f- photography adds energy for all of us. So, yeah, I think that was, you know, that's one of the fundamental things of, you know, reasons or parts of why we create whatever it is. You know, whether it's photography or sculpture or it's writing or whatever you know that Mm. that idea of um energy and what we put out into the world Mm -hmm. you know or what we're creating no matter what medium I think that's that is a big part of like what energizes me about it you know Mm. and it happens to be that I use photography as uh, a tool and a medium to do that um but there's lots of other things that I also create and that I know that we all um create mm. you know whether it be music or writing or anything else or are you okay aid yep <laughs> uh, so a, a really good he always but he's put his mute on bless him um i was like i think that's the first time in what six years i've been doing this that aid has actually just like completely had a coughing fit on air um so yeah that's that's pretty impressive um but yeah in terms of um yeah what energizes us it is also about you know sharing it's also about putting our work out there or even if it's not about showing it to somebody else like making it for us Mm -hmm. it doesn't always have to be with a particular purpose or goal in mind I think the act of actually creating something making something is really important and Mm. and I think also that um partly that's where we can get a bit stuck as we get older we're less likely to feel okay with the failure and the trying again and the experimenting because it might go wrong and we Mm. can become a bit perfectionist about stuff and it has to be right like first time so I guess what energizes me about photography is that um yes obviously I do it for a living and it is my business but the the kind of like creative part of it I don't think ever loses that you know that magic and that interest um mm. and I'm very much about yeah trying to not take life too seriously not take it too seriously um and try and go this is a space in life where it is okay to to fail and it doesn't matter really you know um at the end of the day especially with analog photography there are going to be moments of failure as well as moments of yeah. joy and it um, and partly that's the reason why it is so energizing because it's a little bit of an adrenaline rush every time yeah. you load that camera up, you know, and you're not quite sure what you're going to get or how it's going to come out. That's yeah. part of, you know, I'm not a sporting person. I'm not somebody who's going to jump out of plane, but 
that's my like adrenaline rush is this film gonna come out at the end of the workshop that I've taught somebody it's like yeah I hope so mm. <laughs> you know are the, are the wedding photos gonna come out obviously you go in with a um you know with a backup plan and with like ways of mitigating failure complete failure mm. um, but analog photography has that slight edge to it doesn't it I think so yeah anyway there's some of my thoughts that's yeah so so you, you enjoy it because it's a roller coaster then okay so, so that's the energy bit is the roller coaster ride of is it going to come out or not yeah yeah definitely well that's one aspect and i think it's a really interesting subject that um that you came up with aid is like a topic for us to talk about because yeah there's a lot whole sort of like other reasons behind it as well isn't there like what energizes us about photography mm. can be the community can be the connections that we make and the friendships and all of that is a massive part of why it's so important um to me in my life personally you know and um having a having conversations with somebody else who's passionate about a similar thing that you are is is a really energizing thing um it's lovely to have those connections and really feel heard and seen and mm-hmm. um you know and to discuss all these aspects behind your photography whether you have a very similar style or not you know and if it, it's such a wide and varied kind of medium that actually what i find really interesting is coming across other people who shoot completely differently you know or totally different subjects or what have you because i find that inspiring mm-hmm. which then helps make you feel more interested in what you're doing as well um so yeah i'm i think i'm just generally a sponge and i love soaking up all these ideas and and you know talking to people i'm quite a peopley person you may have noticed yeah. um and it's nice to you know to do that and to share that that passion so that community aspect of it and the generosity i think over the years of doing sunny 16 podcast and yeah having, you know met so many people i never in my life would have come across or met or had conversations with mm. or friendships or created friendships with um like across the world it's amazing really isn't it mm. so, yeah i'm feeling very positive and excited about that even if i am very tired and have big bags under my eyes um but yeah it's a lovely subject thank you for uh bringing it up i'll shut up now i'll let you guys no, have no, a no, it's, it's, cool. <laughs> it's really cool no it's it's um it is a lovely subject it's nice to have a chance to have a conversation about something mm. that yeah to, to to deliberately focus on on the positive side of it so claire i mean what what is it that mm. energizes you about photography do you know what there's a few things i just I was just thinking as you were talking there some of them well when i was much younger i had a job i worked in a news agents after school and also when i went to college and i come home on holidays i'd work there and it was called chadwick's news actually and it's the best job i've ever had <laughs> i look back at it with really fond memories it's in chadwick's news agents in hollyhead so i've got to give it a plug it's changed now it's not a news agents anymore but um it was the best job i've ever had and the reason was two things it had so many characters that came in honestly from my hometown and my hometown is full of you know I love my hometown it's full of really quirky characters and and unusual people really and um they all used to come it was because the shop at the time was quite a big shop and it was one of the main shops in the town so most people would come in there so I met so many people through that job Mm -hmm. and I was lucky enough um that I photographed quite a lot of them I mean my skills not that I my skills are great now but um 
I was, you know, I, I could see, uh, to me, they were just fascinating people. And I got to know a lot of them because, you know, just from being behind the counters. So those people used mm. to energise me. And also, um, you know, this is going back quite a long time. So there was, had the best selection of magazines, this shop, the best selections, you know. And this was, you know, the internet wasn't a thing. So, um so I'd be, you know, I'd have access to read all these magazines, you know, all the Vogue's, all the all the Marie Claire's, and so all the imagery from those magazines used to really energise me, and I think that I still have that. I'm still like you, Rachel. I'm still energised by people that you see or people that you meet, and you think, oh, and and, and I don't know about you two, but sometimes if I'm talking to people, you meet people, I cannot help but start thinking about how they would how they would look in like oh you can start imagining them in a in a in, in one of your pictures can't you and maybe how you dress them I don't know that's how you know <laughs> how you'd the style people, them yeah yeah like for instance now in the village where I live so here in Valley in, in the local shop there's one woman and of course we've had COVID and everything and I kept thinking I've got to get this woman she's in her 70s and she's just such a character and, you know, to me, I just love the look of her and she's got such a great personality. And I was in there once and she was like telling me how um, she has a, an energy, she, how she does it when she does a housework and she <laughs> she has like energy drinks to do all her hoover and she's great. And she's to me, Claire. yeah, which I've stopped <laughs> drinking now. Life. Yeah, but it is me, but she just looks fantastic. And I just thought, oh, I love to, she energizes me people like that and i feel like i'd love to get her picture in fact i really would like to do a whole series of work mm -hmm. people like this inspire me on like um you know what we call them in, in wales 90s like these like really quite glamorous kind of quite intrigued you know grandmothers i think some of them look really characterful and so all those things energize me and also i love obviously if i <laughs> I love traveling that energizes me so anytime I go away I love seeking out any exhibitions they really energize me going to see other people's work you know and because you can say if you're feeling a bit depleted I think it's like a big sort of almost like a big intravenous kick of energy and inspiration isn't it having a look at other people's work and you see it there and it's just so inspiring and I think as well you can get energized because I feel you learn, you can learn just by looking at other people's work, can't you? You kind of somehow, it all goes in through yeah. osmosis, doesn't you it? it. Yeah, yeah, you absorb it. So I think exhibitions definitely energise me. Photo books, I love photo books. I can never get enough. I love looking at different photos. And, you know, this time of year as well, of an evening, if you're at home on your own, and it's just like nice with music and looking at photo books and just kind of dreaming up your things and obviously films I love films all those things really energize me in fact sometimes you know me with films I can watch films and I get totally inspired on you know scene by scene sometimes really inspired and the other thing and I'll shut up now is sometimes I love reading stories of other photographers who really struggled Mm -hmm. you know maybe they're a bit outside and they weren't accepted or they were shunned or whatever you know no one took them seriously but they kept going and they had a, maybe a little breakthrough I find those sorts of stories really kind of energizing mm -hmm. and inspirational for those moments where we all get a bit depleted <laughs> we get a bit like oh 
it's good you think oh yeah good for them so lots of things i think energize yeah <laughs> like you said with the, with the you know sort of stories of um people who have you know it's been it's been more of a challenge i think mm. with that it can sometimes feel like a a two-sided coin because um, sometimes you go past the inspiration and you just feel like oh my gosh you know how could I ever attain that so Mm. I think those for me it's it's about there being some context and that story behind Mm. knowing where they've come from and 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 what's what's been the reality of what they've had to go through to get to this you know five minutes of fame or whatever yeah because it's it's it doesn't just happen like that you know but that's all you see is just that little oh, yeah. wheel, right? So it's that's what makes it. It sort of demystifies the the whole like how you suddenly get to fame and glory and success mm. and all the rest of it if you can understand more of the story behind it and yeah that kind of like whole experience that somebody's been through um, mm. to get to, and and that's also part of why they that particular person is creating the way that they're creating mm. and like making the images that they're making because of you know their own yeah. experience if like yeah. um so yeah um yeah. it's uh yeah and like you say that whole thing of working sometimes in you know those jobs like because i spent many years working in supermarkets and and what have you as well just yeah. those characters the people that you come oh. into contact with because i would i would do a yeah yeah, I do the like five AM shift in Tesco. Um, I think about two years at Holyhead Tesco. Five oh, AM. <laughs> this is between yeah. me being at art college and going to, and yeah, actually yeah. to Liverpool yeah. to go to uni. Yeah. Um, so because I couldn't afford to go mm. straight to university, so yeah. I was like, right, okay, mm. I'm yeah, I'm gonna because I I upgraded from QuickSave because I worked at QuickSave <laughs> for three years and then got a job at Tesco. Oh, um, cool. And uh, yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, it went from two pound fifty an hour to. Uh, to £4.75 yeah. I was like <laughs> um but yeah so I was working on the checkouts um but yeah with the 5am shift it's a weird one and there's yeah. a very specific kind of person who yeah. you end up seeing and you have your regulars you know because totally. um, totally. they're on shift work themselves and um and then maybe slightly older generation perhaps because they're up earlier mm. um and things so yeah it was it was really interesting because you'd see them and you'd have conversations with you really kind of get to know this person and yeah over the weeks and months that you would see them in in that routine and um yeah that was always I don't know I was always really curious about people Mm -hmm. and about Mm -hmm. knowing like their story and things and that made yeah that made me like interested in that I suppose yeah yeah yeah. um yeah it's it's nice to think about actually yeah look back on fun memories of of some of it <laughs> some of it just some of it <laughs> but you do meet some fascinating yeah. characters don't you you know and i think especially for me in that shop i think because it was more maybe a bit smaller more personable yeah. so, and sometimes some of them would just come in and chat for half an hour at the counter you really got to know people yeah. and some of them were just fabulous you know yeah that energy feel is it is a very specific kind of experience isn't it like Mm. I love where where I live like in in Liverpool because it does have a villagey feel like you walk Mm. down the street and you've got you know you've got your greengrocers and your your butchers and your charity shops and everything and I you know unsurprisingly I know all the people 
I know that like all the people who work in the charity shops by name because obviously I'm always in there being like, oh, you know, yeah. we've got yeah. cameras and stuff it. and then you're me. And so it's, yeah. it's about like having those conversations and you see the people and you end up, you know, within that little village itself, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it's interesting to think, obviously we're also a character within that's yeah, like true. other people would see us in yeah. that sense maybe as well so. i do like yeah. sort of characters and or outside and it's funny i'm just thinking now with the woman in the local shop and yeah. one of the people that i got became quite a good friend with really was cyril you know I, i've done a couple of pictures it's yeah. so it's a couple of my favorite pictures cyril with his uh, morris minor mm-hmm. you know he used to come into the shop i worked and i remember he used to wear he was obviously very naturally stylish and he used mm-hmm. to wear his um a purple woolly hat with a big butterfly badge stuck on, you know? Yeah. And I just thought it was fantastic. <laughs> it was great. And luckily for me, I was really nervous to ask him to take a photo, actually, um, mm. because I was driving home once and he, he used to drive 20 miles an hour and I passed him and I thought, I'm, I just thought, I'm going to ask him. And I thought, I know that by the time I turn the car around, I'll catch him up. But I felt really nervous approaching him because I don't know what it is. I always expect people... <laughs> head on. Like, I Did you follow him home, home, Claire? Is that what... <laughs> yeah, I turned around because I knew where he lived because we all, you know... And I always get nervous asking people for some reason. I always I always expect, well, people will always say no, which I should change my thinking. But anyway, as I approached him, a really weird thing happened. And um, he... He, he he responded to me as if he knew me very well. He muddled me up for someone else, actually, oh. which was really, adva- uh, you know, a good positive thing. Uh, and then when it was cleared up, I sort of was like, oh, you know, I'd really like to take a picture, kind of half nose. And he was, he was like, oh, yes, yes. And that, and that was great. And, you know, he was in his 80s. Um, but, you know, I, I considered him a good friend in the end. And I spent time with him in his flat and we'd... Yeah. He took me, we went on a couple of big jaunts, you know, <laughs> around the island. But I just regret, you know, I wish, I, but you can't have everything. I got some nice pictures of him, but I really wish I had more skill at the time. And I wish I'd have documented him on moving film. Mm, um, but yeah. yeah, but people definitely, I find they can inspire you. And if you meet someone that's maybe got a similar interest in you or a similar, you know, and a similar kind of, I don't know, is enthusiastic about something and they might want to work that can you can your energy can <laughs> multiply can't it yeah. um music as well i do find as you music or is energizes me as well i don't know about you rachel yeah well obviously it does with you yeah, yeah. that's true <laughs> um but yeah absolutely and it's something that i have neglected of late you know as you say yeah, there's only so many hours in the day yeah. days in the week and everything's been absolutely crazy recently um as as always i say recently all the time <laughs> it just yeah. is, it is the way it is. um but yeah it, that's one of the things that i i always kind of feel like it's a, there's a comfort there with being like I can always go back to this I could always pick up mm. the violin and play something at some point and when I realized um that I hadn't actually got my violin out mm-hmm. and played for Constance like she's never seen me or heard me play the violin and she's over a year old now and, and there's obviously reasons for that you know um but I was like right I just happened to be in the room where my violin was hidden away mm. under the sofa and whatever. I was like, right, I'm going to get it out. And I'm literally just going to stand here now and I'll just play some. It was, it was horrendously out of tune because obviously I haven't tuned it like every year. <laughs> but her little face was just like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. 
and um somebody at, at nursery had taken in um a guitar because they played like a little bit or something and she was just absolutely enthralled by it and i and i was just like yeah that having that response and that feedback you mm. know it was so lovely because it it made me go yeah i should have done this more more you know like and soon. yeah but you know when's the next best time to start it's now right so mm. um so i'm going to try and do more of that just pick it up for five minutes and play like mm. because i was so lucky to get my piano from adam for my 40th birthday that is out you know and that is something that I can go into the room and just lift the lid and play yeah not that I can play it particularly but you know I can just plonk around on it a little bit Mm. um so that's nice because it feels a little bit more accessible with what's easy to do now and Mm. and just kind of like five minutes doing that does make gives you a lift right gives you a bit of a boost um Mm. and yeah in terms of music and things and just kind of going back to um what we were talking about before you know things like I'm starting to finally feel like my a bit more like myself again you know like getting a chance to come back to being not just a mother and not uh, you know and I don't mean that in a derogatory sense and I mean just for for me personally everybody's very different but I feel like yes I'm a mother but I'm also Rachel and I'm also you know and I do all these other things and they're Mm -hmm. all of who I am yeah Um, it's it's so nice to be kind of having a little bit more of a chance to get back to that and who I am and what makes me tick personally and creatively and uh, and energizes me and Mm -hmm. um and so my my friend who's one of my best friends she's uh, in her mid-70s Helen and she um runs uh, something uh, called creative clusters and they are kind of part use some of the teachings from the artist's way and I don't know if any if you've come across that before um and it's kind of loosely based around that but they're like two hours in an evening kind of like a course that will start from early November and she does them kind of like seasonally Uh, and so I've missed like the last sort of like three you know from a financial perspective and also from obviously you know constants being very small and it just wasn't the right time but over the years that I've known her, you know, as much as possible, I've been, I've tried to go to, to those or like the day courses that she does because it's, it's so inspiring and energizing to just be Mm. in that space and have Mm. two hours or two and a quarter hours that is just you being somewhere different and talking to different people and finding out more about sharing, Mm. you know, what they're up to with their different backgrounds and things. And that, and you're also looking at things like setting some goals and and starting to consider, you know, your creativity. Yeah. You know, you might be having yeah. a period of time and it, it doesn't feel too overwhelming. It feels like that's a nice kind of like little thing that you can do, you know, because mm-hmm. if you look at it as a whole massive thing, it can be just too much, can't it? But if you can focus on, you know, a couple of hours a week or yeah or you know five minutes ten minutes a day or something like that it feels a lot more accessible um so that you can feel more inspired rather than overwhelmed and I think Mm. that's something that I've always battled with Mm. um I'm really excited to be going back to do that and it's like a seven week course and stuff Mm. so yeah it's um I'm hoping that that will get me to kind of like another step along the journey yeah exactly my journey of where I'm yeah to. no you're right that I, I, I was you're, you're making you reminded me of actually when I was learning the dark room and I was going once a week actually I was driving 
it took me about two hours up the, up the east of North Wales. I used to go to Green Ferry. You'll know it, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. I don't and, um, but I used to get come drive home really energised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, you come out of these things that you're like, yeah, yeah, that that was. And the community, you mentioned the community earlier as well. I think mm-hmm. the community can energise you as well because I find that if anyone makes a comment on any of my work or like, or even just a like, I never take it for granted. Never, you know? Um, but I really do appreciate it because it mm-hmm. can make you feel, it can energise you, can't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, age, Rian? Yeah, we talked a lot, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> you have, but that's all good, right? Because that's the, that's the energy, isn't it? So that's that's, that's all very pertinent and relevant and and, and positive. Mm. So I think, I mean, I'll, I'll just tell a story about what I did on Saturday. I mean, I went out on Saturday for a photo walk in Bristol. Uh, I met mm. up with uh, Duncan from Silver Pan Labs, mm. and actually, he was the only other person I knew. Um, uh, oh, th- that cool. turned up. So there was about eight of us in total, um, just to say hi to everybody uh, who was there. It was a really nice group of people, met lo- lots of different people, um, di- different backgrounds, what have you. Um, there there was, uh, yeah, and normally what happens is that, you, you know, I'm sure it happens to you guys as well, when you go to a photo, there's some people you know, some people you've got no connection with until you meet yeah. them on that day, and other people you discover the connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, so there, there was a bit of there was a bit of that because uh, there was Alex who was on the photo walk and Alex is, is a listener and he he is um, the connection we were talking and chatting and you know you know you get that feeling is like there's there's some connection here but I'm not sure what it was and it turned out it's yeah. the Alex who is who is in the RAF and has been stationed over in Las Vegas and uh, oh, you yeah, know has recently moved to Bristol back from uh, and and is and, and so we had all this big yeah this chat going. My patron, Alex. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's the oh. thing. So like, you make these, uh, um, and uh, it, it was really nice to meet people mm. and uh, have just loads of great conversations. So yeah, that and being out and about and and shooting that gave mm-hmm. um, that that was a really high energy day for me. Yeah, yeah, and you come away from that physically tired because we were walking around the city all day, but but really buzzing from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, for me, that's and it's a big part of what I get out of the the podcasting as well is mm. is the the meeting of people and the and the yeah. energy from that and and definitely. the new experiences, making friends. Mm. So that, that so that's definitely something that 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 gives me energy uh from photography i mean some of the stuff that that has already been talked about works for me as well definitely um it's the creative outlet side of it mm. the chance to um and for me the photography element of it is an unblocking element because I, I know i said this lots of times in the past but i don't have a lot of the the motor skills needed for creativity so i can't paint yeah, or or draw or, or things like that, and I know you can learn those to a certain level, mm-hmm. right? Um, there are techniques you can learn, but let's let's just say that uh, I don't have a, an enormous amount of natural talent in it in those things. <laughs> no matter how i try and learn um uh so the photography for me is energizing because it unblocks that creative vision i have so if i can see it mm. you know in my mind mm. um and or if i can see it as i'm walking around mm. then then the camera the, the the act of photography um gives mm. me the ability to capture what's uh, and extract what i'm seeing in my mind so that that's an interesting um one for me and claire you mentioned photo books yeah i love photo yeah, books I love um I, i'm very <laughs> envious of your oh you know those you know, when you get those long quiet evenings and you can just sit yeah. down i'm like no i don't <laughs> <laughs> i suspect rach doesn't either but, but. No, not. 
I, um, I was lucky enough to, I had um, a message from Isabel Curtis who um, uh, was saying, I've, I've got this lovely collection of photographic books and I want them to go to somebody who'll be able to use them. And, yeah. uh, and so I was like, I would love to be able to share those with, with somebody, you know, at some point. And there's um, the school like across the way from us. And, and I know at some point they will all get used. Um, and our wonderful Billy Sanford, bless him. He, he mm. actually, um, uh, he sort of sponsored getting these books wow. over Denmark so that they could be used, you know, mm. they are in my studio at the moment. And at some point I will hopefully be getting them disseminated out to, you know the local school or, or you know a, a dark room mm. that, and that kind of thing so that other people will be able to use them and it's it it comes back to that community part of it as well like I wasn't in a position to be able to make that happen and I was mm. just oh what can we do about this you know I'm sure there'll be other people more locally um but she just needed them out of the space basically and it was it was about trying to do that within the right kind of time so yeah really enabled that to happen which is amazing because it means that they can go on and live a live a new life mm-hmm. but at the moment they're still parceled up um so like age was saying we're, we're very both very jealous of having having a little bit of time to do that and i'm really pleased um, that you do that claire because yeah. you know it's, it's single um, life has its advantages yeah no i yeah, do yeah, i do love i do love photo books I do um I uh, I did I did order one uh, which I was really looking forward to um, to having come through, but unfortunately um, it was then out of stock. So I was very sad. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. it got cancelled. The order for it got cancelled and stuff. So I was very sad about that because mm. it's been so long since I actually got really excited about a photo book and seen one I really want. Mm. Um, but yeah, this was maybe two years ago or something now, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, it didn't happen. So I'm looking forward to seeing what else. I think these are more like processes and things um, and techniques uh, in these books. So that's mm-hmm. always, you know, if if you're feeling a little bit flat or you're not quite sure what to do next, getting those kinds of books out, as well as seeing photo books of people's work, that's getting things out and trying and being like. Hmm, what technique haven't I tried or you know how can I just dip a toe into the waters of this that's really interesting because that's something that is a bit different from from me so I tend to I tend to find the thing that really energizes me and sort of stick with it right so going back like thinking about music you know I've been playing the guitar for long long time and and years ago i don't know 15 years ago let's say just for the sake of conversation a friend of mine said oh you should borrow one of my mandolins i was mm. like yeah all right mandolin okay i can give that a go right it's mm-hmm. it's got strings it's got a neck it's got a body that sort of thing i'll, mm. I'll see what it's good. and I, I tried um and i really just couldn't get on with it at mm. all and it wasn't because it, it 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 wasn't because i didn't enjoy trying it it was but uh, and I don't think it was even the thing that, you know, oh, a mandolin is strong in fifths, whereas mm-hmm. a guitar is strong in fourths and things like that, you know. So, um, yeah, it, it wasn't even that, uh, although it was a bit annoying that all the chords were different shapes and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you have to you have to learn new things. I think it was just that it, it just that you know, I actually, you know, I do play a, a, an instrument. Uh, it's a guitar, right? I can play the c- piano a tiny bit, but basically, uh, it, I, I'm a guitarist, right? And in in mm. in my heart or in my head or in a bit of both or whatever it is, I'm not not a very good one, but it's 
the point is that's not the point the point is that that's the music that i want to play mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and i think that with the photography it's it's like that as well to a point it's uh it, i i love the the process of taking photographs with cameras but i have no interest at all as you all know in dark room stuff uh mm. yeah in the slightest yeah, i mean i love side. it just doesn't doesn't yeah do anything for you well, does it yeah <laughs> well a dark room does energize me but on the other extreme i always remember i think i've mentioned this before helmut newton i love him mm-hmm. you know his photo books i could look at them all day i wish i had the all of them mm-hmm. but um I told you I read, I mean, obviously he's a proficient, really skilled, technically skilled person, you know, mm-hmm. without a doubt. But yeah. I told you that interview I read where he claimed whether he was like, he was embellishing or doing that kind of um, trying to be humble. But he he reckoned that a lot of his work he shot with a, with a, not even a professional um, cam, you know, a professional 35mm camera. And he said uh, mostly he had it on the, the green automatic. Mm-hmm. So that energizes me when I hear <laughs> when you hear because you start thinking, well, well there's hope, <laughs> you know. Exactly, right? but, you no, know. but it's great when you hear stories like that. You think, yeah. wow, you yeah. know, <laughs> absolutely. You know, trying to. I don't know. Half the time, I feel like it's it's trying to see beneath the cloak of yeah. oh, you know, of all. Oh, I can't even think of the right way of putting this, but this there's often such a lot of mystique around it mm. and it's like well no it doesn't need to be that complicated it doesn't need to be that elitist you know it's like yeah pick up a camera and stick it on auto and, and point it at something that's interesting or point it at something and make that interesting you know mm. that's that's about that's what it's about yeah you know rather than it's all got to be technically perfect or you know or mm. I don't know that whole side of these kind of things some of these kind of like hobbies or or kind of um creative outlets where you feel like you have to know everything in order to be taken seriously or to be valid or or anything and it's like that's a barrier to Mm -hmm. anybody actually being able to just create or to do Mm -hmm. something that they enjoy doing um so yeah sorry no, no, it's good. No, it's re- it is. It's really interesting because what one of the things that I because because it is it's great that everybody can have a different view and there's so much that people can mm. can find because one of the things that I find do find really in, interesting and energizing is is the is hanging out with the people that do those things so although i don't necessarily want to do them myself yeah if there's something about hanging out with with people who are really energized by doing those stuff and, mm. and again the one of the things that i really love is is the sense of community we have at the photo show and or at the analog spotlight yeah, event or, the, or whatever it might be mm. because everybody's together and everybody that the 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 enthusiasm and and the passion for what everybody does although it's all yeah everybody just does something different always comes through and is an amazing community and mm. for me as well because my brain works in, in quite a, a business oriented kind of way especially when you know those people are also forging ahead you know as entrepreneurs and making their own businesses yeah, and their you know and things like that there's a there's a real energy and a vibe for me that comes from that so i would have that all under the uh, uh under the banner of 
uh, energizing from photography because yeah when i'm in those sorts of communities it's it's a fantastic mm-hmm. thing you know it's it's mm-hmm. really good to be part of it and and Definitely. yeah it's 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 a it's always been I've always felt really fortunate because people go, oh yeah, you're you're, you're Sunny Sixteen, aren't you? Yeah, you're you're the team from Sunny Sixteen. You're like brilliant. Come here and talk to us. And I always feel really privileged and really yeah you know, to be to be mm. welcomed like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, it's uh, I, I hope I hope we we do a little bit for promoting people and you know that that's a benefit for people. I certainly try to, um, mm-hmm. uh, but it's but it, everybody always welcomes us so warmly as well, which I think mm-hmm. is is something I get a, a great yeah, deal definitely. of energy from as well. So so that's yeah th- those those things are all good uh, from my point of view. Um, I think and when that's... film when new films come out, sometimes isn't there, or films come back in stock? <laughs> if it's your favourite, if it's a film, you like. <laughs> Yeah, get people excited about that because it's yeah. like, ooh, there's a new, there's a new thing yeah. to try again. Like that, there's a new technique, or there's a new process, or there's a new look that I can get. Yeah, um, I, you know, you're talking about um, photo walks. Uh, mm. There was a She Hearts film one on over the weekend as well. Obviously, you were. Doing I saw a couple of photos of that. It looked like a really great big group that yeah, they got. It was fantastic. Fantastic, um, like crowd of people, and yeah, I was, I was very sad, obviously, to miss it. I wasn't mm. able to be there, but. It's just it's lovely to know that that there is more of that happening, right? Because oh, yeah, that energizes me to yeah. know that this is, you know, it's becoming such a a more regular thing and a more like, um, uh, yeah, you know, if we think back to when Sunny Sixteen started, or you know, when I came when I came mm. on board, or or any of that, like, it we're in such a different place now uh, in the industry. Um, so it's lovely to see that because it, it keeps that energy level going because it yeah. naturally creates more uh, kind of interest and more people getting on board with it and enjoying that. I think, Def- so. Definitely. I mean, I did spend a chunk of Saturday telling people they should be listening to grain spraining. They should be listening to us as well, of course, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, but, Just, but, I've, never been, I've never been on it. I don't think I've ever been on a photo walk. But, do you know they're really good fun um uh, for for a lot of people they are more of a social event than they are a yeah. serious photo taking event there's a you know so um i mean uh, the the conversations i was having on saturday with all the people as we walked around the city enjoying ourselves in the sunshine um that that, that you're not really in the zone as such for for, mm-hmm. for really strong photo taking you're not ducking and diving around yeah. through the crowds and, and finding the shots and working a scene and things like that it's very much more relaxed than that and and so it's it's it i i don't know anybody who who manages successfully to blend you know, uh, a photo walk with really intense photography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's but that's okay because they're a thing in their own right. Exactly. It's a different thing, isn't it? Because that's if you're going and doing a workshop or a course and it's specifically mm. got something like street photography as part of yeah. it. That's a very different thing because actually that was why I put my hand up there because I know you said you haven't been on a photo walk, but I was like, yeah, but you have led some photo walks because I know you, you covered my <laughs> workshops, right? You did, so yeah. Like, you know, of yeah, of course, yeah, because yeah. part of that, yeah. So for listeners, yeah, when so when Rachel was on maternity leave, I covered some of your darkroom workshops in yeah. Liverpool, didn't I? And some of them were a day, and some of them were two days. So yeah, of course, on the two day ones, we'd all go down the docks yeah. <laughs> for, so, for the morning taking photos. I actually quite enjoyed that. Good. Yeah. 
And it's a really easy, the barrier to entry is really low yeah. for photo walks as well. I mean, there's possibly a little bit of travel involved because you've all got yeah. to get to the same place to meet up. But other than that, right, you know, yeah. there's there's no there's no entry criteria. There, there's no money to be spent, mm. right, to attend. Mm. There's no pressure, you mm. know, uh, and and uh, I, I've never been on a photo walk that wasn't really not yeah, where people were nice to strangers. People are nice to strangers and they're keen to meet you and keen to talk to you and get to know yeah. you. So it is a really great way to to be sociable around photography you know without any without any major expectations or any worries or anything like that mm. so it did you organize it aids did you organize the bristol one i did yes uh i did um i put a few dates in the diary months and months ago at the beginning of this mm -hmm. year and i will definitely be doing it again um not all of them came off this year um but uh, uh yeah. that i will do it i'll do the same um starting soon actually because that was the last one i had in the diary for, for this year so i will start looking at dates um mm. and uh you know just to balance things out in yeah with the rest of my life i i suspect there'll only be you know maybe five or six dates next year um where i might do that um uh, and some of those might get um taken over because one of them was really it was linked to uh the analog spotlight event in worcester mm. for example and stuff like mm -hmm. that so i i like to get away for you know half a dozen times a year just to yeah. hang out with photo buddies and and catch mm -hmm. up with people maybe more in the future i don't know but it gets a bit easier as the kids get older yeah, you know, and stuff mm. like that. But uh, yeah, yeah. I like if that's I get cool. the dates in the diary up front. Then again, that's not a pressure thing either. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, what I love about photo walks is mostly if I actually get to go to them, mm. it's that that is a time where I can be feel really free about like either taking photos or not taking photos, but just enjoying the photography part aspect of it yeah. rather than having to be rather than it yeah being um my day job you know or that i'm doing this for a client or i'm doing this for a particular project or i'm you know working on uh something that i'm being paid to do yeah. or or that i'm trying to think about how can i make this uh, you know work for mm. um me you know hopefully bringing home some money this month to feed the dog etc yeah. you know yeah it, it Okay. If I'm able to go to those, it it is only about going and meeting people, having a nice time, having a chat, and just taking some photos as a bonus if I actually manage mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. um, and so that is so lovely because that's really energizing in itself as a quite rare occurrence. I'm mm -hmm. able to do that. So although a lot of people will probably see it as a busman's holiday, so to speak, you know, I I would love to do more of that because mm -hmm. the reason I run Little Vintage Photography as my business is because this is what I'm passionate about and I love doing that. And and so that's uh, again, ironically, the part that I do least of with my business is actually just going out and taking photographs. Yeah. You know? for for taking photo photographs sake you know or yeah. to enjoy that aspect yeah. of it and that's the bit that i get the least amount of time mm. to do <laughs> um so yeah well how about then rachel if we give you a good excuse right because mm. uh, one of the things that sorry What's the good excuse? Well, the good excuse. Good? So, good good excuse is that we are launching this week a new round, round edition, yes. Yes. <laughs> episode 
of, of <laughs> a, new the, round. Yeah. a new round of the cheap shots challenge uh so and i can't do you know what this is really bad if graham were here he'd probably know but i can't remember off, uh, mm-hmm. for the life of me when we did the last round of the cheap shots challenge maybe it was earlier this year anybody any i have a I terrible terrible memory um was all i know uh, so it uh, i came back from maternity sort of like beginning of june so i've only been back maybe like three months or so so unfortunately i'm not sure what happened prior to that yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah the archives will tell us that yeah the story i'm sure if it, yeah we can always look back into the archives um but yeah so we've got uh for, for, for fun of course um this yeah as always with the cheap shots challenge we're launching today and we'll run for probably about six seven weeks um uh the the new round of the cheap shots challenge and our theme this time is courtesy of rachel which i think mm-hmm. is a really good choice right it's a really good idea so uh why don't you tell us uh what the theme is uh yeah sure sorry the dog came in and i was like ah try to shut the door um yeah so cheap shots challenge uh i'm excited to announce that this round will be under the theme of harvest which we thought was a nice um kind of all-encompassing kind of Mm. theme uh i did i did check with my co-hosts whether it would be okay to use it as obviously it's perhaps uh, a little bit more suited to some countries than others maybe um we maybe in the uk look at harvest as being uh, around the autumn time yeah. you know um which is obviously fall for americans obviously um and canadians possibly um but in terms of harvest we were thinking no matter kind of where you are in the world you could look at what else is being harvested at that particular time you know whether it's in the garden or fruit mm. or vegetables or harvest in terms of i guess more of a, a celebration of that particular mm. season that kind of thing so um yeah i just thought maybe that would be a nice one to go with i'm thinking lots of probably lots of color or textures you know so you could have obviously some nice color if you can get hold of some nice color film <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah there is always that yes find. Um, but it doesn't have to be colour. Obviously, you can look at what are the different textures around, like what are the changing seasons giving you, you know, yeah. uh, which beautifully illustrated in black and white. So obviously the idea behind Cheap Shots Challenge is very much that it's supposed to be cheap shots, right? So we don't want anybody getting into, you know, difficulties financially over trying to find a roll of colour film um, with this. It's about, um, it's it's kind of like to do it in the spirit in which it is, intended um a cheap camera you know let's say 30 quid or 30 dollars or what have you um ish which is about the same price these days um and you know so pick up pick up uh, the sort of like cheapest camera you can really um put a roll of film in it it doesn't matter if it's an old expired roll or if it's one that you've not shot before or you can maybe try and you know maybe swap one with somebody else you know if, it, if you want to try something that you haven't done before um and uh, you know put it put it in the camera and uh, and get out and just shoot really mm-hmm. is, is what we're after so um yeah just with whatever you've kind of got available um and around the idea of it being harvest mm-hmm. is the general theme uh, and uh, the best and what we'd like you to do after that would be to send your two favorite images in as an email to sunny16podcast at gmail.com. Um, and at some point we will bring in a guest judge <laughs> um, to uh, to look through them, really. So hopefully we'll uh, if we 
get people entering with that we might have a chance to talk about them um, beforehand as they come in or we might save them all for a nice cheap shots challenge show uh, bring them together mm. bring in a judge and uh, and we'll go through them because mm. I absolutely love doing that um, when we've done it previously um, on the Sydney 16 podcast and it's so nice to see what people create so mm-hmm. um, we know that you're all out there creating and things and I think in general it'd be lovely to get to know a bit more about what people have been up to over the course of this year yeah. so this is maybe a good point to say what are your reflections on the year or on the changing season mm. and this and what that means to you mm. so yeah, we'd love to see what you make yeah absolutely um uh, thank you right that is uh, a brilliant and and well done for somebody who's not done a t- cheap shots challenge for that like, to do such a comprehensive introduction to a cheap shots challenge right is a- <laughs> excellent point um uh, i guess i probably uh, we may have some i suppose some new listeners who haven't be, uh, heard a cheap shots challenge before um so uh, it is uh, given that given these strange economic times uh, we've we live in uh, it is absolutely okay to use a cheap ca- shots camera you a cheap camera you already have um uh, and because uh, because people who have done them before will be doing exactly that people who got their cheap shots camera maybe well in in a, in a, a previous round uh of cheap shots which has now been going for wasn't it as well you years? Like, i don't know we yeah. did we started cheap shots challenge fairly yeah. early on actually i think yeah, yeah in, in the life of sunny 16 so we wanted it to be something to, to make it kind of like a more even playing field right you know and, mm. and the idea that it's not about the equipment and it's not about the kit and it's not about you know any of that spending lots of money in order to you know have a particular you know a, a much better better in inverted commas image at the end it was like let's let's try and just make this across the board a cheap thing to do that's yeah. fun not taking it too seriously and and you know that idea of um you know kind of like constraints being the mother of invention and all the rest of it you know that idea that mm. you've not got some and if you've not got a camera that works particularly well or is particularly new or has some various you know foible to it or what have you it's it's interesting to see mm-hmm. what you can what you can do with that um and i find that really inspiring and energizing mm. to see what people actually make with like you know uh you could make a pinhole right. camera I was going to say, and harvest your shots inside. Well, exactly. If right. if you've not got access to a camera, you know, like there's other ways of doing this, and mm-hmm. and I think that's what's really lovely about that. Um, mm-hmm. Getting chance to to say it doesn't matter about all of the rest of it. Yeah. It's about having some fun with it and seeing what comes up. And there's going to be plenty of failures as failures as well as we know. Over I'm going to years, have plenty. Like I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to have some failures. I promise yeah. that. Um, and and what I love doing was going through you know the images that people had sent in and finding out a bit about them as well so when people are sending when you're sending in um your images your two favorite images listeners make sure that Mm. you also just write us a little bit about it how you've got to that point you know what camera you've used yes what stock you've used yes it's always good to know those things but if you can tell us about how you came to Mm. choosing that image or what the scene's about or you know what crazy thing has happened to you on the way to taking that photo or not you know it was just you happen to be walking mm. down you saw this thing it doesn't have to be a big story but it's really lovely to know a little bit about how you came to take yeah. that in, um how that came about or what inspired you to mm. choose that particular scene so i think that would be lovely to know um and again just just send that in uh, as an email as well mm. uh, 
with the with the two images. That'd be brilliant. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's feels okay. like it's been too long uh, since we've done this. So it's uh, oh, all good. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's us done for this week. Is that right? Is it? Have I missed anything? Anybody else got anything else we need to talk about? No. You know. <laughs> As it's completely digressing now, but you know the theme harvest. It's made me think of um, the new David Cronenberg film, Crimes of the Future. I saw it a few weeks ago in the cinema. Uh-huh. It's, got, it's got a harvesting theme <laughs> in <Okay>. it. <laughs> we all yeah. yeah. I was that, like, so, do I mention this? <laughs> idea? And I was yeah. like, oh, Claire's going to talk about this yeah. idea. So, yeah. I wonder if any listeners go and watch the film, wonder what they think of the new David Cronenberg film, <laughs> Crimes of the I Future. Knew, I, knew somebody, the theme. <laughs> yeah, I knew somebody would come up with that as a, as a part of it. And I was like, that wasn't really my original intention, but it did pass through my mind. You know, like there is obviously that aspect yeah. of it as well. So, you know, it, it can be as broad as you as you wish it to be, can't it? But yeah, mm. um, I'm you know, and again, that's, that's great inspiration for you, Claire. <laughs> Yeah, and one of my favourite albums, Boards of Canada, is called Tomorrow's Harvest. There we go. So it could be <laughs> something along that. This is what recreate the album cover for us. Great, so you've started me off already. Yes, it doesn't have to be taken literally, does it? Absolutely, no, 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 doesn't no. have to be taken literally. Yeah. The uh, yeah, the idea with with this is also that like if you do go out and, and decide to buy a specific Cheap Shots Challenge camera, that you would keep it for the like the next rounds coming up um yeah. I've, I've still got so my camera again as you say a, you know for any new listeners people who haven't done this before or haven't heard us go through this for a little while um in terms of the cameras that we've got as as hosts um i found a uh, an old franca salida um mm. which is from mid 30s i think it's a bellows like pocket pop out camera nice. um absolutely love it it's medium format so it takes one mm. um and it cost me 25 quid 20 quid something like that um and i was lucky enough that there weren't really any pinholes in the in the bellows um yeah. but you know it's not it's not a, a fancied camera or whatever you know and obviously I, it doesn't have a light meter and it doesn't have a coated lens and all the rest of these things but it gives it a very specific look mm. uh, and I love just messing around with that and um, and trying out trying out the camera and being like, this was made in the 30s and like you, know, you get these cool shots from it. So um, trying to do things like, I think we had sports or something at one point. And I was like, oh my gosh, because you have to stick with the same camera. Obviously, you <laughs> it's tricky sometimes, yeah, so yeah. Fun to be like, well, how on earth am I going to use this camera that's got like a a one hundredth of a second fastest shutter speed, you know, to uh, to shoot something to do with this theme. But that's the beauty of it as well. Uh, it just helps to you to pushes you a little bit further, challenges you mm. a bit. Well, it's called a challenge. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, love it. Cool. Okay, all right. Well, there we go then. So, cheap shots challenge, um, and thank you for the energising conversation this evening, yeah. both of you. I've really yeah, enjoyed that. It's you. like it is good. It's just nice to be able to reflect on all the positive stuff so yeah. that's that's cool and uh right well okay well there we go um we have been the sunny 16 podcast this week uh we will see you next week uh where um uh, the super special guest actually just to tease a little bit the super special guest is going to be one of the three of us right? <laughs> i will leave you all with that thought and say uh, goodbye take care bye bye, bye. bye.